Who's that guy wearing a tank top? Who's that guy recording bonus content? It's Jack. That is true. I am doing those two things. Um. Listeners, you got a treat. I can't even tell you how much of a treat, except now I'm going to tell you how much of a treat. We're going to okay. we're going to do a bonus episode right now. And in addition to d- that, um, we also don't know what the hell we're going to watch. So you get to yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see how we're the sausage a, gets made. I mean, we've never done this before, so we don't know that this is going to yield sausage. We don't know that it isn't. That's true, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. And very optimistic, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so our options listeners we'll let we'll we'll take you through our process here obviously we've got original series uh we've only one, done one episode uh so far so there's like 60 other ones to to choose from there's also my personal favorite uh track series deep space nine uh which we can yes. pick you know just about anything from um i don't know what do you think so <clears throat> We kind of talked about this on the one that hasn't aired yet by the time you hear this, Um, but (laughs) fucking whatever. Um, I almost feel like we just need to maybe do a separate one about Deep Space Nine, like just also watch that through. Yeah, Um, maybe. Because you make it sound like it's good. And also also you make it sound like it has like more continuity, so like watching a random episode won't work very well there are a couple of bottle episodes but you're right a lot of that uh, a lot of that series builds uh context over time the right. you know which one we could watch because it's a mirror to an episode of next generation that we've al- already watched oh yeah is the naked time yeah yeah we could just do that yeah which i've seen that episode several times recently um <laughs> how recently and why since we started watching this show i have watched it at least twice since we started recording are this you, podcast are you okay no okay do you want to talk about it i spent most of today trying to fix a sewing machine that seems fine you need to sew stuff in the apocalypse yeah that's true I mean, I feel actually I feel pretty good about that whole project because I find it's not fixed, but at least I know what's wrong. Um, and it's it, pretty good. And it does. So it just doesn't do. It's got this like fancy. It's this old like 70s sewing machine that has uh, that can do a bunch of fancy custom stitches. Um, and it's it basically works like an old old school computer like card, uh, you know, hole punch computer. Um, uh-huh. it's got a little plastic doodad that goes in the back of it. And each one of those little jobbers has, uh, has four different patterns on it. And then you like turn a knob on the front of the sewing machine and it picks a different pattern. You can sew like leaves or like zigzags, all kinds of, uh, crap. But there's a little piece in there, um, that, that changes which one of those patterns is, is on. Um, and it's got real broke up teeth. It looks like it came from Alabama. Hey, now. <laughs> there are people with bad teeth in every state that is true but none as bad as england fuck you england um <laughs> why god why am i picking fight with english people they know what they did they do honestly Eng- 
all kidding aside, English people, like, England is probably the most evil kind. Like, if you look at history since, from, like, the Renaissance to now, England can get fucked. Like, you, think, you think worse than America? <laughs> yes, because they had such a huge head start. And also, without England, there is no America. Yeah, also true. So, yeah. Yeah. England can get fucked. It's like, like, <laughs> it's like Donald Trump versus Donald Trump Jr. Well, and America didn't... I, I wouldn't say America caught up until, like, after World War One. really. I like, mean... And America's done some shit, don't get me wrong, but... I mean, you've got um, international shit, and, I mean, the, the entire, you know, history of race-based chattel slavery is one of the most evil things that's ever been perpetuated on earth that's but like, true but and we and, and america went, did it way harder than anybody they, else they we we did but i think when you when you add up the death toll of british colonialism i would have to look it up yeah but they've got to be like insane they've got to be but, like neck and yeah. neck um yeah i don't yeah uh get at okay. us listeners. this is what this podcast is about what's the um, most evil country in history england or the united states of america those are the only two options those are well in modern in like i mean i like i know you're making a joke about uh certain other european powers um but I actually do think those are the only two options if you look at it globally, but only since, like, the Renaissance. Right. Like, I mean, it's a matter of scale. You know, if you look at it on right. in a matter of, like, individual events, like, the Holocaust always stands out because it was a very large number of in, in a very short period of time. It was incredibly efficient. Um, um, but, the, I mean, the I, Armenian I like genocide was – the, the Armenian genocide was also, uh, like, a horrifying uh, – death toll and it just gets like paved over because uh right. because i guess nobody cares about armenians which is awful um yeah and you know there's like the belgian you know uh the the belgians in the congo that's i can't remember how many millions yeah of but it, like i don't know like if you look at like if you just start at like looking at every atrocity of like brit the british colonial system yeah or actually, the English colonial system, because I'm going to go ahead and say the rest of Britain is also English colonies at this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, you can kind of put the entire history of uh, of internal warfare with the like the IRA and uh, right. versus versus the and British, Scottish, yeah, and um, the Scots and, and the like, Scots, and, yeah. yeah, all of those. So deaths. if you if you add up all of the body counts um, from the English colonial system from like 1500 to 19 they just said fucking 2000. Um, it's like billions. Like it's so many people yeah. <laughs> that were just like fine before the English showed up. We're, uh, we're, we're talking about, uh, holocausts on our Star Trek podcast. We, sh when we have been for like a while. Yeah. Like um, this is, we've been going on this for a minute. It's not even a bit like yeah. this is a legit, uh, a le legit. Yeah. We're not even that we're having about who's the worst, yes. uh, colonial. None power. of this is a, none of this is a joke at all. Like we're just talking. Well, the, we're not even really debating because I think we kind of agree. With right. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, um, the other thing that you've got to consider with, uh, America's death toll is that you pretty much have to put all deaths that occurred, uh, the, everything prior to independence um, on Britain. Yeah, that's on the uh, English. Yeah, on, on the yeah. English ledger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've got to have... And, and the Spanish and the yeah, yeah. Portuguese. And the, yeah. yeah, the Portuguese yeah. and the French. Um, yeah. And the Dutch probably. Yeah, definitely the Dutch. Um, Certainly the Dutch, yes. 
um, well, do you want to watch some Star Trek? Yeah, I guess that'd be more on theme for our show that we do. Yeah, that'd um, probably be... Than uh, this sort of like unresearched behind the bastards episode we're doing right now. Yeah, that's basically all we're doing is just uh, just throwing out vaguely remembered details that we've definitely just heard from a podcast we both like. Yeah, um, which is probably not great content. Well, let's go. Uh, how, uh, are, how are how are you how are you doing? Um, How's how are things? I'm I'm doing uh, okay. You know the work uh, the 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 uncertainty work-wise is not great um yeah i'm hopeful that things will you know the problem is and i can't remember if we've talked about this on mic or not but uh, i know we talked about it off mic but the point that the folks from even more news brought up about this sense of grief yeah this sense of like this is this to me feels worse than than 9-11 um because yeah that felt so far off yeah 9-11 i i mean this is this doesn't make me sound like a saint but i don't think most of the things i say on the show do um i was 18 i mean i had just started uh, college mm-hmm. and like the abstract concept of new york city was like barely like i barely had a handle on that you know um and it just it all seemed very far away and it didn't seem like it was going to change my life in any way because my life was already in complete like flux because i had just moved away from my childhood home i was living on my own for the first time and like you know like it was just like i didn't have a a stable life to change um because of 9-11 and now I do, and this is like this is really fucking my shit up, and I think it's fucking everybody's shit up. Um, the other thing that I think is that the 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 other really big difference between this and that event was that that w- that ended. You know, it was a it was a single event, right. and there was certainly anxiety, fear about another one happening. But when yeah. I look back, at least for myself, at at that time. I did not I I was not worried about another terrorist attack. I was worried about the war and what was going to happen and I was worried about how George W Bush was going to handle things um, et cetera et cetera. But I wasn't worried about Yeah, yeah, and I, I think about, especially like because you were living in Idaho at the time, I assume. Yeah. Just like I was and it's like, yeah, like you were if you <laughs> thought that there was going to be another terrorist attack in southern Idaho, um, after that happened, you were a very unreasonable and scared person, and I feel very sorry for you. Do you know? Do you want to know a person who fits that description? Sure. Then Idaho Governor Dirk Kempthorne. No, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, no, I remember the, like them like. Do you remember how they barricaded a full block yeah. radius around the Capitol building because Kempthorne was convinced that I- Boise, Idaho's Capitol building was a potential terror target because it looked like the Capitol building in our nation's capital. Which every state Capitol building looks like that. Yeah. Um, a comedian. As far as I know. I forget who it was, but a comedian who I knew at the time uh, likened that to the terrorist equivalent of cow tipping. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you're not going to shock the nation into action by 
blowing up the Idaho State Capitol building. Um, well, like, I don't know. Like, it, it seemed like 9-11 was probably, like, a bigger thing if you lived in a major city because it yeah. probably did make you feel like, oh, like, this could, like, I am not safe. Yeah. From. And it was, um, you know, it was the first attack by a foreign power on American soil since Pearl Harbor. Um, so yeah. you can't understate the the historical significance of it in that context. But yeah, I think just this thing, just it's the it's all of the uncertainty um, and and fear and not knowing. And it's scary. And yeah, the, the grief is is very real. The uh, kind of mourning the time before that we knew that it could be this bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. It's like, yeah, we're we all miss feel, we, we all miss not feeling this way. Yeah. Um, we all miss a sense of security that we used to have. Um, that is definitely gone, and it's it's not going to come back in the same way. I mean, I think you know, we'll probably get the disease under control because we generally yeah, do. We will, um, there, but like there will be a. But new this normal. is going to like rattle. Yeah, there's going to be a new norm, and it's going to be like, hey, look, like I'm probably. Like, the next time I get some kind of cold or flu, I'll probably wear a mask out in public so as to try not to spread it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's going to be just, like, a normal thing you do from now on. Yeah. Um, you know so what does know. give me some comfort uh, in these trying times? Is products and services? The <laughs> I wish we had products and services. Uh, yeah, actually, that's the, a good point. The, a lot of the, a lot of services are gone from the market. Now. The truly uh, classic and uh, world class performances of William Shatner uh, and the other people on this show. Oh, right, we're supposed to be recording a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna watch the naked naked time the naked one. We're going to watch the naked the one, one with now. naked in the it's title. It's the one with naked uh, in the title. Look, you can find it. There's not that many of them. It's like episode four of season one of original series. Also, and we'll let you know if you actually should watch it. Cause, uh, I don't know. Bingo, bingo. Oh, I should put the microphone next to my mouth. Bingo, bango, bongo. How about some content on this one, huh? That's how you're starting this? Yeah, that's how I just did. Okay. With that accidentally starting with the mic two feet away from my face and everything just leaving it all in okay uh <laughs> bingo bango bongo i guess um bingo yeah don't say it again you don't need to say we it again. join the enterprise <laughs> as they're hang on hang on hang on, hang on, watch. hang on hang on hang on um uh-huh. the one the episode right before this one between like after charlie x which we all agree is a masterpiece yeah, but perfect. before this one is called "Where No Man Has Gone Before," uh huh, and it's just like is every are all the like early next generation episodes just remixes of fucking original series episodes? Like I don't know what that episode's about, but there's one. In, there's a "No One Has Gone Before" episode in Next Generation. Fuck, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Um, and you're probably right. I'm not sure. I'm just. I'm actually looking at the uh, description right now, and it says somebody something about somebody getting godlike power. So it probably does involve the shit. ship just getting flung to the other end of the fucking galaxy or some shit. Huh. Well, we 
Well, we know what's on the next bonus episode, probably, if we remember uh, this in a week. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so the, the everybody's dead, and they beam down to the planet. Jack, would you like to talk <laughs> about the precautionary garments? Uh, they rock. Um, they look very they're, they're, sturdy. Um, both stylish and clearly well-designed and yes. effective. Yeah, yes, um, yeah, very much. Um, an incredible. I found this a lot of a, a lot of this episode was very um, timely, given that we're living during a global pandemic right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a yeah, lot yeah. of this episode really did not help my like background <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> Let's say. I just every time I watch this episode, I cannot. I just cannot get past the fact that they they beam down in what is clearly supposed to be like biohazard suits. Those are beekeeper suits. Those those are but for then bees. It, <laughs> but then, as soon as somebody has a little nose tickle, he just pops his glove a, off and sticks his fucking hand underneath his mask. It's like not if you sealed. There's not a seal. He can clearly just reach under his fucking mask and, and scratch it. Ah. Uh. It's, right. If you if you never showed me a character reaching underneath their mask and scratching their face, I would forgive you for having a sure. costume that clearly looks like the character could reach under their mask and scratch their face. But it's so fuck. I good fuck 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 fucking. Yeah. No. It's it's their attitude towards contagion is well. I mean, I guess it's just it clearly implies a an incredible lack of discipline among amongst their like junior officers because Spock is like all about like yeah don't like don't get fucking don't don't get contaminated and then like the guy that's with him is just like yeah no I'm I'm being good and it's like dude you had your glove off to scratch your fucking nose thirty seconds ago you're not good like. <laughs> Well, it's like you in, know, a, in wanna... a more modern, like, contagion movie, it'll, it would have to be like, like a, like there's a, there's a hole somehow, like there accidentally is a hole in the suit or something. Like it would be, it wouldn't be so just like, oh, I just don't believe in germs. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, fucking nonsense. I will, however, give this my first, uh, kudos to this episode, uh, for the little the stupid little blood effect thing that's the, like the first point of contagion, that effect is every bit as good as a bunch of different effects that we've seen in next generation absolutely. so far. As absolutely like, true, and I'm not saying that it's good, but no, it's not good. But it's literally just turning the camera sideways. Yeah, but it is as good as every as as a bunch of shit that they produced yeah. twenty years later. Yeah, that's absolutely um, true. Um, so, but yeah, you're right. He Spock walks back into the room and he's like, "Make sure you don't fucking touch anything." He's like, "Yeah, no, I didn't. I wasn't." Touching yeah, I didn't touch anything. Like, again, um, like that that implies that they're just not trained or disciplined very well at all. Um, yeah, which sucks. Which is <laughs> also plays into you know because we get back up and and they 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 get their uh, medical checkup which one we get to find out how fucking rake racist dr mccoy is holy shit yeah, god dude. damn 
it's like Speciest, not even hiding it. Yeah, species or yeah. whatever. But yeah, just like you fucking green-blooded piece of shit. Look, look, all my fucking instruments can't even tell what's wrong with your fucking weird-ass alien body, you fucking I know, and piece it's, of shit. It's like, but alien they're, but they're also monster. like, they're like boys. Like, it's the 60s, so like, it's like, oh yeah, Spock yeah. is just giving as good as he gets. Can you, he just, he's... He's just shooting this shit right back like it's everybody's racist. It's like, I've, mm, I don't know about this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And then so um, and then and then we and then we get into the main content of the episode. We go to the bridge. Um, there's a there's the traditional captain's log. Here's what's going on this episode as he's doing the captain's log monologue. Uh, captain Kirk is sitting in his captain's chair shuffling cards. Yeah. Well, everybody is working. He the the man is playing solitaire while all of his That's officers actually, work around him, which fucking respect. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go ahead and tell th- those are computer chips. You're a computer chip. That's unfortunately I know that 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 is that is what the, they're data having things and he's like putting him in the arm of his chair and then taking him out and putting him in the next one in so he can read whatever the fuck they say on him it's just a it's yeah it's a weird anachronistic uh technology foible that it, that appears in this show um well, you gotta ruin my my thing uh i'm a fucking trash monster okay uh, they so uh they're talking they're they're meeting in the ready room and uh they're talking about what this thing could be and spock says well it could be some sort of space madness we haven't heard of brett (laughs) great job spock (laughs) yeah that's to be i guess our segment for the original series is good job spock yeah good job spock it It could be a thing we haven't heard of before thank you for weighing in you fucking piece of shit no but i love the specificity of it's a type of space madness we haven't heard of here are all of the space madnesses we know of (laughs) Uh, i didn't even think about that but yeah dr spock's 300 different kinds of space madness But this one's not on the list. Yeah, we don't have we don't have freezing to death in a shower with all your clothes on madness. Which, by the way, the fucking the the next generation episode of this does this too, and they do it here where they make just like a weirdly big deal yeah. about somebody being in the shower with all their clothes on. Yeah, they do, yeah you're right. Like they make it it like it's weird, but it's not like. It's not dun dun dun. It's not something from like a Lovecraft story. Like it's yeah. you know, like it's just like ah, uh, that something's something's going on here. Yeah, but like it's they like, they go way too hard on it. Um, yeah, yeah. It is just. Um, but so they get back onto the ship, and our our boy Joey is the first one to be infected. Um, and honestly, I kind of liked his performance. Yeah, like when he's doing the whole freak out in the dining hall. Yeah, uh, and going on about how people aren't supposed to be in space. I was I was into that scene. He's making some good points too. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But then, unfortunately, Joey gets despondent and he falls down and gets a small amount of strawberry jelly on his shirt. Yeah, that's. I mean, he, <laughs> he stabbed himself, but yes. Uh, well, <laughs> except like I just the, the my note was about the fucking 
just what it looks like on his shirt because yeah, literally no, I know, it looks I know, like I know, I know, but it's a poorly done blood effect yeah. is my point. Yes. Um so the next thing that comes up Hang on, hang on, is, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. So uh 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 Sulu Spock. no Sulu. Sulu and and uh Riley, I guess. Uh-huh. are like hanging out because they're boys um, although it's implied later that they are more than boys um, th- right that they are men if you know what I mean um, yeah but uh, they're walking into the dining hall before that scene starts and Sulu's trying to convince him to try fencing and yeah. Riley starts bitching that like oh last week it was botany I was supposed to be collecting leaves and, and twigs and you're on a spaceship Riley you guys are both on a spaceship. What the fuck are you talking about? I didn't even register that. What the fuck are you like what this like this implies the existence of like a just a forest deck where they cuz like the hollow deck doesn't exist until next generation. Correct. So this implies that there's just like a deck where there's like just shit growing. I mean, we did find out that there's a bowling alley. <laughs> so yeah maybe i mean it's I, actually this sounds nice to me but yeah you know, i'd like um i like being in the forest what can i say um anyway yeah but like botany out of all the hobbies you could get into on a spaceship yeah you get to fencing before you get to botany that's all i'm saying unless something unless something's going on that i don't know about yeah agree Anyway, so I was I was really uh, racking my brain trying to figure out trying to trying to square the 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 bad physics of this, um, because the, the like the crux of the big, oh, yeah the, you know, the planet the, is collapsing which no the planet is collapsing but then also they have to stay really close to it to get good readings for Starfleet, um, and I was like that seems stupid but I had to figure it out because we've agreed to accept everything that the show tells us. Uh, as if it were on purpose and Which not a terrible Which we are both hole. really struggling with on this one. but I've got an answer for this one. Okay. Um, so the reason that they had to stay so close was because they were doing all of the data collection that they're doing with actual telescopes. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah. My problem was with the, like, planets don't collapse. Like, there's no, like... This one does. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Don't make me say internet. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, right, they 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 do develop this like uh this this kind of bro ship between Riley and Sulu, and they both get infected by our boy yeah, Joey, they, and then and they then... go back to the to the. <laughs> To, to the bridge and Sulu's like dude let's get the fuck out of here let's go do some fencing dude let's go to the gym bro dude let's go to the gym let's go to the gym bro bro let's go to the gym yeah and Riley for some reason like has it together a little bit more he's like no dude we have to fucking stay here and fly the ship what are you doing yeah and Sulu's like nah I'm out but he does like <laughs> George Takei does like this neck roll as he's walking off the bridge that's just oh my god chef kiss oh so I fantastic mean, I feel bad I don't I mean like I know I'm getting into like problematic territory because George Decay is is gay in real life but like come on like come on come on like what else could that scene possibly mean like 
Oh, I didn't. Re- I didn't get that at like, all. Like he was like, he, they were just like, they were both like, um, fucking sweating. This is just, I'm getting really tense. And then like, and then like, it it's established that it's like, like it removes your inhibitions, just like in the next gen episode. And like, his inhibitions are removed, and what he wants to do with all of his inhibitions be a fucking Dumas character. His Okay, but that's but that's his backup plan because the first thing he wants to do, well, he's working his station on the bridge of the starship, so his inhibitions are removed so far that he's like, I don't even want to fucking work. Like, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ditch my station steering the spaceship is to hit up his boy to go to the gym and work off some stress. Yeah, I mean, I follow your line of logic, but I didn't. I I did not. I did not get that read at no. the time. Yeah, I straight up just got the dude. I, I just want to fucking go be a musketeer right now. You don't ever just want to go be a musketeer, bro. Yeah, but that's not what he says. He says a, a little light I'm workout going, to work out our stress. Like I don't know, man. Right, but it's, it's what. But it's like right after he's been pushing Riley on this idea of getting into fencing. Sure, I don't know. I. Mm. Anyway, yeah, uh, seems you know, that's why me, it's it, that's why it, why it doesn't uh, you know it's it's uh, it's an individual experience you know Star Trek really it's in you it's it's what is what does it mean to you? Well, actually, um, so actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like redeem my wokeness a little bit here and say it actually doesn't seem sus. It seems like the writers were sort of saying like, "Hey, look, we can't." really say it on tv but for those of you watching that know what we're getting at this is what we're getting at you're not alone you know like i mean like it's it's maybe (laughs) i don't know i don't know man that's kind of that's kind of how it scanned to me um um yeah no that's i'm not saying that you're wrong we just yeah we just uh had different reads and that's fine yeah um did you recognize the woman playing the nurse in this episode? What was it? The the girl that Charlie X rejected? No, that was the other girl. Well, no, like so. So the the girl on the 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 oh, woman oh, on the, the bridge. younger one. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Was no. Yeah. The, not the girl that Charlie X turned into a lizard. I think she's still a lizard. Apparently. <laughs> They just never fixed it. <laughs> they couldn't figure it out. Charlie was dead, and they were just like, "Fuck!" I guess she's a lizard now. Kirk's, down just, the... Kirk's still working on that letter to her parents. Like, I don't <sighs> just put her down on the forest deck and just let her live in the trees and eat leaves. I think absolutely like leaves. <laughs> till we till we get a solution here. Uh, yeah. No need to notify the family just yet. I'm not sure what we'd say. Uh, <laughs> The good news is your daughter's not dead. <laughs> Great news. Uh. Just start opening emails with "Great news, your daughter isn't dead." <laughs> that's, the, that's the subject line of every email that I send. Your daughter still not dead. <laughs> then it's just a bunch of pictures of a wizard. <laughs> Here's what she's been doing lately. She's gotten into moths. She's eating moths. <laughs> uh, she tried a mouse last week. Anyway, all right, that's the end of that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, um, but who was who was the nurse? I don't I don't know what you that was. Luoxtana Troy, baby. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that was my L, my L Roddenberry. Uh, that that rocks. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um. So George Takei, by the way, looking like a snack. Like he fucking looks good in his fencing outfit. Yeah, he. he um, yeah, he's he's got some lats on him, man. Like that dude's doing pull-ups. Yeah. Um, um, I do have to say, I've got to come up with with an excuse for this because it's so stupid. Um, but we're not allowed to just say things are stupid. Um, <laughs> because that is supposedly his fencing rapier for sport fencing. Uh. And it is emphasized twice that it yeah. is actually pointy on the end. Yeah. That's not... Yeah. Uh, so, the reason that his... Fence, so... He broke it. He broke it. That's it. He just... He broke the tip off of no, it. No, 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 no. Like, there's probably, like, a, a thing... Like, a muff thing you can put on the end of it. Um, there are little rubber tips that they'll yeah. have on them for... He just took the rubber tip off. Ones. And they okay. have and they have like real rapiers on the ship just in case, yeah. Um, all of their technology fails, which honestly, the way this show goes, sometimes not actually a bad bet. Um, yeah, that's true. They should have analog weapons on that ship. Yeah, <laughs> like the, like as primitive as possible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just rocks tied to a stick. You're gonna yes. need it. Um, this so episode yeah. by, brought to you by rocks tied to a stick. <laughs> rocks tied to a stick. You're going to need one eventually. Yeah, now more than ever. Check out Rock Tied to a Stick. <laughs> rock Tied to a Stick. Dot, no, actually, no website. It's a Rock Tied to a Stick. Just call 1 900 Rock. Um, so fucking Riley gives us the old Wesley Crusher and locks himself in the engine room. Um, oh, yeah, but before. So he is. Uh, acting up on the bridge Spock says oh, yeah, go yeah. to sick bay and then says security make sure he goes to sick bay no one's like why even bother like, why bother with the facade like there's I don't think there is security on this ship I think it's just like a thing that they like like it's just a comforting thing to like there, talk to there are other times I think in this series when security is called and arrives and does a thing usually that thing is dying but they do a thing sure but you're absolutely right in this case like he calls security and there's just no mention of like they don't show up and also nobody's like hey no, where the fuck are you bay. assholes right. yeah he's not in sick bay he right. even went to where he was said he was going and you guys couldn't stop him what the fuck right um but, but uh, also, so. also, he and again, this is this is the me being suddenly very aware of being in a pandemic situation. He touches so much stuff, everything. Like he, like they make a point of him just touching the shit out of everything. And I was like, please stop doing that. He um, is, and he is a hair's breadth away from Lingua locating that entire fucking starship. Yes. Yeah, he is. He is thinking about lingual location. Yeah. He is flirting with the idea. He heard that I invented it. And yes, he's always been curious. He looked you up on the internet before he. Got yeah. Sick. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming in the year twenty whatever, whatever year this is supposed to be, that you have a Wikipedia page. 
I um, assume so. For being on one of the greatest podcasts of all time. Yeah. Um, I assume it's for that and penis size. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what I like about saying it that way is that uh, you don't know whether I meant uh, above or below average. Uh-huh. Just that it was remarkable. Remarkable for one of those reasons. Mm-hmm. So... Could be like a dimension thing too. Like. Yeah, yeah, it could be like a tuna can situation or like a spaghetti noodle situation. <laughs> um, so they he he locks everybody out of engineering, and then Scotty's trying to get back in. Uh, Spock comes down to spend roughly a minute and a half telling Scotty that his plan is going to take a minute and a half too long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, stop what you're doing so I can tell you you're not doing it fast enough. Great management, yeah. Spock. Yeah, which really good management. I would, I will argue, this is not us saying the show is stupid because I have definitely worked for managers that were like that. Not talking about you right now. Um, agree. No, agree. <laughs> but yeah, like I've, you've, we've all definitely worked for that guy. Oh yeah. That's like, hey, uh, can we have a thirty minute meeting about how you're not being efficient enough? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did note that while I do think this episode is better than several of the next generation episodes that we've watched, I thought this one was all right, actually. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and part of it is that it's just a considering the time thing because the melodrama was like a more like it, it was a standard thing in TV at the time. Yeah. And it is such a big part of this show and there was not really an analog when we get to next generation so they it just doesn't the, yeah. it just kind of falls apart but yeah the, because it well, is but also, very so, cheesy and and overacted and melodramatic but yeah 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 but but was, i would also say that like because it's a thing of the time the actors know how to do it agree um like especially like the core 3 you know uh bones kirk and and uh spock really yeah. know how to do it well Whereas, like, other than uh, Peace Do, no one on Next Generation knows how to do anything. Yeah. Um, like, some of them are getting better as we get into it, but, like, for the, like, the, none of them know what they're fucking doing. Um, whereas, like, yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's melodramatic and it's over the top, but, like, they're doing a good job at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that being said, I still cannot put this episode above the Next Generation episode, Naked Now, because nobody fucked a robot. Yeah, and and uh, and uh, Yeoman Tits did try to fuck Spock. Um, she did. No, that was the nurse. Nurse tried to fuck Spock. All right. I don't know. Yeah, you, uh, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was, yeah, it was the nurse. Um who I'm assuming is not a recurring character, so... No, she is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would have to check how many episodes she's on. I don't think she's on all of them. She's also the voice of the computer in this show. Yeah. Um, but uh, but she is definitely on several episodes of, of original series. Um, but uh, Riley manages to be more annoying than Wesley Crusher when he takes over the show. Holy shit! Yeah, I like. I wanted. Jesus I just, please, Christ! Please bring back Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Never thought I'd utter the words. Good Me God! Me neither. Like he just sings the same song over and over again. And it's terrible. Yeah, it's really it's very a, bad. It's a 
bad song that he sings badly over and over. I mean, it made it slightly more realistic because you could kind of see somebody in this situation doing that. Sure. Also, incredibly like, racist against the Irish. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it also, like, when they finally break into engineering, I'm like, don't put those fucking phasers on stun. Yeah. No, yes. You, no, I had the same set thought. Set to kill. Set to fucking kill. Oh. All right? Set, set to no phasers, just punching. Just punch. Yeah. Just beat the beat this guy into the fucking deck like you get a maximum number of singing oh caroline or whatever the fuck you were singing for a lifetime yeah and you just did all of those so you have to die now yeah yeah you you have used up your credits um oh my god also like i'm sorry i don't care if you're space drunk that's still unacceptable behavior and you're gonna get punched for it like Come on. I have a theory about why they act the way that they act when they're drunk, but also I almost forgot something from when uh, Nurse uh, Troy's mom tries to seduce Spock. Um, Her, like, opening pickup line is, the men from your planet treat their women strangely, which is a terrible pickup line. (laughs) (laughs) That's... So bad, like I don't yeah, even like, know what to say. Like here? no, what no wonder at? nobody fucks in this episode. I guess. Yeah. Because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No that's... one seems to know where where to begin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, I think these guys just never drink because it's not that they they behave like teenagers on two beers. Yeah, I. Th- yeah, I think. When you get that, like, the insane cackling and the just running around with a sword because, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm drunk, I'm so drunk, I had, I had three whole beers, I'm so drunk. Yeah, like, I mean, I was going to say, like, maybe they're just, like, too much military discipline, but, like, we clearly established that there's not much military discipline because the uh, guy yeah, no. scratched his fucking face in front of the second in command of the ship um, where he was supposed to be in containment. But no, yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah, just it's sort of like Mormons or whatever. Um, yeah, I think it is. I think it's just we're living in a time where that where just intoxication in general is not the the norm. And yeah, so as soon as these guys you know sniff a shot of Jägermeister, they're like, I want to suck a dick now. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, so um, I like how Spock has this theory when he starts seeing like people acting up he's like oh yeah so riley thinks he's descended from irish kings um so he's clearly just gonna act like a drunk asshole and sing songs which uh racist spock racist um but then he's like and sulu wishes that he was a uh uh 1700s earth-based swashbuckler why the fuck do you know that about sulu like i have oh, to imagine I took it as I took it as as he was drawing those conclusions from their behavior because we had seen them doing we had seen them doing those things at that point. Yeah, but no, but he's like, oh yeah, this makes people revert to their nature, like because he like he knew that like the first guy was sort of like a moody, depressive, or whatever, and that like Riley was like always like uh, Irish, whatever. Um, he's got the psych records. Yeah, but like, <laughs> so 
so I so have a, in... so I have a theory. I do I do have a theory. I'm not just bitching about it. Okay. Okay, uh, go, and go. my theory is that everybody that comes on the ship has to take some kind of like BuzzFeed s quiz about like what <laughs> <laughs> literary archetype do you want do you wish you were? And that's the psych records that Spock has access to. <laughs> yep. Yep. Agree. Agree. That is part of Starfleet onboarding protocol. Yeah. It's a BuzzFeed quiz called What Sort of Literary Archetype Are You? Yeah. I mean, and honestly, from that scene, that completely holds water. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. that's canon yeah. now. That yeah, is... there's nothing... There is nothing in that entire episode that... That contradicts that at all. Yeah, that contradicts that at all. Yeah. Um, So... Oh, shit, I put my notebook down. I started walking around. Um, Okay, so... um, So Sulu uh, makes his way to the bridge with his sword. Um, (laughs) Yes. Yes, he does. He sure does. And... uh, Uhuru um, is like, hey, Sulu, like, come on, hey, buddy. Put, put put the sword down, buddy. And then he buddy. like, then he grabs her and he's like, I- I'll protect you, fair maiden. And she goes, uh, excuse me, neither one of those. Uh, which rocks. Uh, <laughs> it's a very, very good uh, comeback to that because she's letting him know that she's black and she fucks. Um <laughs> Oh, damn it. You know what? I noticed her saying neither there, and I did not put that together. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what she means by that, um, which rocks. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, slap fight. So, yeah, Spock, uh, Spock gets uh, in his feels uh, <laughs> because here's, he's here, space drunk or whatever. Here's what happened uh, to me when watching that whole sequence. I wrote down, uh, because Spock first, you know, ambles around the corridors for in fucking interminable, interminable amount of time. And then he finally... Oh, yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have an observation about what's happening in the corridors, but it can wait okay. after, after you're done with slap fight. Okay. Well, so he just he's, he's wandering around. He finally uh, catches up with Kirk. And they have this uh, slap fight and then this, you know, very terrible overcharged scene. Um, yeah. And I just went to write down that, it, that that scene was bad, but I wrote it as KS scene was intolerable. And here's a thing that I wish I didn't know. Oh, boy. Is that within the world of Star Trek fan fiction, oh. a KS scene... I know. We're, I, I, we all know where you're going with this, man. Yeah, it's a fuck scene. I said we all know where you're going with this. I said it anyway. Anyway, what's your theory about the hallway? <laughs> oh, yeah, so Spock uh, runs into a guy that's just laughing maniacally. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's Spock or Kurt. Whatever, anyway. The, one of them runs into a guy that's it's just... Spock. Okay. So he runs into a guy that's laughing maniacally, holding a giant paintbrush, which, where'd he get that? But anyway... Um, and the guy's just like laughing and laughing and laughing, and Spock is like, "Go to sick bay," and then like walks past, and the guy is painted on the wall of mankind. And yeah. I really like to think that that guy was not infected at all, and was just doing his own thing that day, 
and when the, everything is fixed, he's he's just going to be like, yeah, no, that was crazy uh, that we all got sick. All all of us um, were really sick, including me. Uh, I, I would <laughs> like to add something to your theory. Is it about the Repent Center thing? No, it is. I'm going to say that he was talking about mankind, the professional wrestler. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Cannon. Cannon. Yes. <laughs> that's that's Cannon. That guy that guy was having his own uh, episode. <laughs> and uh, and just, I want to see that episode. <laughs> uh, I'm going to imagine it for a while, probably. Um, yeah. But I'd really like to think that that guy was just doing something else completely. Um, yeah. Um, I just said, what the fuck? All right, anyway. Uh, not editing that out. Um, so they finally find a cure. McCoy figures out it's a water water that's managed to become a molecule. What? what? Come on. Again, Somebody... it's, it's Ice Nine from Cat's Cradle, just like in the other one. But, like, instead of turning into ice, it turns into alcohol, I guess. I guess. Um, Shout out to our listeners that have read Cat's Cradle. They they discover the serum just in time for McCoy to rip the sleeve off of the ca- the captain's shirt for no goddamn reason whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. to show off those again pretty mediocre arms. Yeah, um, you know. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna pretend to to make that like into a deliberate plot point. That was absolutely William Shatner being like, "If Takay's taking his shirt off, I'm at least getting my sleeve ripped." Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. To show so, off, <laughs> show my off man's these, my man's been curling twenty fives. Uh, these yeah. can't can't you know cloth doesn't beat Boulder, baby. Yeah, cloth doesn't beat <laughs> Boulder. Yeah. Um, I told you that I have seen this episode since we've started recording this program, and I 100% did not remember that there was a time warp at the end of it. I know. it. Like, these episodes seem so long, and I was like, holy shit, is there just, like, another act where they deal with the time warp now? Like, I feel like I've been watching this forever. Well, I was like, oh, there's a time warp. They're going to go back in time and save the people at the science station who just died, but they fucking don't. They just don't even think about trying. They don't um, even say is, anything about rocks. it. But I, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, that kind of makes sense because they have just invented fucking time travel. Right. So, fuck it. I guess. Let's go fucking... Uh, just rob everything throughout history who cares nothing matters we have time travel now yeah i guess yeah i guess really like nothing does matter if you can just time travel it well um just like whatever you know you can fix it later i cannot read my last note oh it's just about the time travel thing okay all right yeah that's um you got anything else no that's all i had man well, um, I'm going to say watch it. I'm yeah, going to give it a watch. I'm going to give this one a watch. Um, yeah. We should actually start doing that on all the episodes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I would say give this one a watch. It was actually... I, 
I know we've only watched two episodes of the original series so far, um, and the last one was insane, but both of them have been better than I thought they would be. Yeah. Um, I keep going back to this, but I do think it has a lot to do with just the, the, the feeling of appropriateness of that level of melodrama. Yes, I think so, too. And the, and the fact that the actors are actually comfortable doing it. Yeah, I think yeah. we'll get to the point, because this is certainly the case when we get to Deep Space Nine, and I think we'll get to this point with uh, Next Generation, where they just decide to act fucking normal. Like, nobody's playing it up. Nobody's trying to do any any extra special, like, thing right. because it's space, because it's sci-fi. They're just acting fucking normal. Right. And I think it's a lot better when we get to that point with the newer series. Yeah, I think, uh, I think in, in Next Generation... And we're starting to get past the point, but for a long time, everybody was acting down so far that everybody just came off wooden. Yeah. Um, except for, I mean, I'll never criticize Peace too, obviously. No. But, yeah. But Patrick everybody Stewart's else, everybody else was just like acting so far down to try to like compensate for like, oh, it's not the like cheesy '60s melodrama. This is the '80s now, um, a decade that will always be known for good taste and, and restraint. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, the eighties. <laughs> Take that decade I was born in. Uh, <laughs> Way to put the eighties in their place. Yeah, merciless. Anyway, um, yeah, but I really think like it started out like everybody was just like, oh, we're gonna act like very restrained, but which you can do, but like nobody on the show has the skill, so everybody just comes off as like very wooden, like. And yeah, I think we're it, getting. I think we're getting past that, and like, yeah, I just, I don't necessarily need to see like this like gnashing of teeth and and scenery chewing that we're getting in in original series, but I would prefer that to just like, just people like standing stiffly reading their lines. Um, agree. Yeah, because that sucks. <laughs> um, so yeah, like yeah, I just I just like to see some like modern acting where people are like, oh, what if I acted like a person. Um, what would I, a human person, right. do under these circumstances? A human person portraying a human person. How do I crack this one? Um, Just crazy enough to work. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I'm surprised at the quality of the original series because I've like watched some like sci-fi movies um, from that era, like ironically, because they're fucking atrocious. Yeah. And I, I assumed think... that the original series was going to be like that, and it's like, that... Really, actually. Like, it's actually not bad. <laughs> I said this when we were talking about Charlie X, that I was like, how the fuck did this show ever got, get popular because that episode was so goddamn weird? Yeah. But I think this episode gives us a much better insight into the answer to that question. Yeah. Because, yeah, it really is just... Um, it's a correct acting for the time, uh, just putting them in an unusual situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, and like not like honestly, not bad writing. Like the characters have motivations, and I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's solid. It's solid. I think we should probably keep doing these uh, original series bonus episodes as long as we're in quarantine. Um, yeah, I agree. Because I'm shocked at how much I actually enjoy doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> we're gonna do it we're so i i brought this up to you uh off mic but listeners we may be changing the uh name of this show to star trek sucks with a question mark <laughs> yeah 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 um which I guess means I have to change the name of the Facebook page that I'm definitely working on setting up all the time. It's almost it's almost done. Oh god, it's gonna be so good when it's there. It's gonna be really good. Alright. Okay, you got anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Live long and prosper. <laughs>